Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. So, um, so welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. But I'm intensely curious about your work. So I've been um, once Carly brought you up. I was like, oh, so who? is Barbara Lee, and I saw Extended Grace. Is Would you consider that your biggest work, or no? How What's your own history and about about care and compassion and empathy and all of that? Well, my history uh, is that I started out working in medical administration, okay. and then I decided that I had to do work that made a difference in people's lives instead of worrying about physician reimbursement. <laughs> so I finished my master's degree so that I could start leading nonprofit uh, organizations. Okay. And so I, I led the Muskegon County Habitat for Humanity. And then I got tapped by my church at the time. Mm-hmm. I became an assistant to the bishop, started a ministry in Grand Haven to marginalize people. Oh. But we became interfaith. We welcomed people from all different paths. And so we lost the funding of the traditional church that started us. Right. Um, I stayed out as a volunteer for a couple of years, helping people connect. Uh, went back to nonprofit work, worked in a methadone clinic, uh, worked at Can Do as a job placement specialist. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then felt kind of frustrated by the narrow scope of the work I was doing. Yeah. And uh, needed to, to broaden that. So I, I wrote a couple of books and I did a TED talk, TEDx talk, and decided that I was going to kind of launch this public speaking career. And then realized that monetizing social justice and human rights is really difficult. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, really so difficult. I, I, uh, instead, uh, with uh, a couple of people who shared my vision, started Extended Grace as a nonprofit. So mm-hmm. it's a nonprofit grassroots social lab that builds relationships while solving problems. Wow. And we have a variety of expressions of that, a variety of initiatives going on in the community, and I'd love to share them. I would love to hear about them. That was the next question. So what's <laughs> happening? It's, it's in the Tri-City. Some of some of the things we do have a much larger reach than okay, that cool. or international in okay. nature, but most of what we do is very localized. And we just organized, we signed those papers in June of 2015. Mm-hmm. So we've been around just over a year. Uh, we have our full 501c3. And kind of the hub of what we do are our Inspire events. So every month we have a gathering on Sunday afternoon, so it doesn't conflict with any Sunday morning activities and can appeal to people who sleep in on Sundays, where we focus on a topic that's germane to people who are marginalized or disenfranchised. And that's the third Sunday of the month, usually. And then we follow that with a deeper dive the next Monday night, where we can talk more in depth about the nuances of the issues we're talking about. So, for instance, in November, our topic is suicide and depression and surviving the holidays. Oh, yeah. Uh, our topic in October was marijuana. So okay. we, we cover quite a, a broad landscape. 
open to the public? Absolutely. I mean, just anyone can come for that. Yeah, yeah. The more people, the better. It's a it's a collaborative community conversation. So we want everybody to engage in it. And it's, a, it's setting the stage for a safe place to share experience, to share views, recognizing that many of the things we talk about are, are not black and white. There's a lot of gray area. And so we create space to have really meaningful conversations. Now, one of the other things that we're doing that we are getting more well known for is we lead town halls on mental illness. So when we formed, we knew we wanted to be a collaborative agency. We didn't want to replicate, duplicate anything that was already going on, mm -hmm. but that we also wanted to be aware of where there are gaps in the system in our area. And mental illness is where we tend to have the most obvious and largest mm -hmm. gaps. So we had our first town hall meeting on mental illness last January. We had over 100 people show up for wow, that. Cool. Uh, we followed that up in March. We formed a multidisciplinary task force that includes people with mental illness, parents, advocates, people at the grassroots, as well as people from the school systems, from government, from the hospital, from therapy offices, CMH. Uh, it's, everybody is, is represented there. Uh, we did a follow-up town hall in March, and then our most recent one was specifically on the intersection of mental illness and the criminal justice system. How did you learn about this? How did you learn to care about people? That's a really interesting question. What I can tell you is uh, a couple of just moments of awareness that I had. Mm -hmm. I remember very distinctly when I was young, elementary school, thinking, oh my gosh, this is amazing that I was lucky enough to be born in the best country in the whole world and mm. having the best faith of the whole world and I'm so incredibly blessed to be here. And, uh, and then one day in third grade, my teacher was talking about the people in Russia that we needed to be afraid of. Mm. And for some inexplicable reason, I started thinking that the kids in Russia right then were being told about the Americans that they needed to be afraid of. Mm. And it just <laughs> really seemed to me that, that there were more, there was a more complex um, world out there than what I'd been presented with. Mm -hmm. And that it couldn't be true that I alone had been so incredibly lucky yeah. while all these other people were not. Um, and then I, I it was probably around fifth grade um, that I started thinking about, um, and this was in a church setting, mm. where I was thinking about all of these poor Chinese people who were going to die without ever knowing about Jesus and how sad it was that they were all going to go to hell because they had never heard about Jesus. And, uh, and it just, again, the absurdity of that hit me that... Um, that they had been raised with their faith and their belief, and I had no more right to try to take that away from them than anybody had to try to take my faith away from me. Uh -huh. And that there must be a lot of different ways that God communicates in the world. Uh -huh. um, 
because God just couldn't hate that many people. Can you tell me about some of the yeah. opportunities that you've presented the community with? You said that during these town halls you, you uh, present them with opportunities, so what are some of these opportunities? Well, so with the Inspire events and, and with the town hall, we're always inviting people to be part of, of the opportunities. And sometimes that means that there's already agencies that work doing things and we want to help connect people to those agencies. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, again, it's about the void and that we want to address that, but we have to address it as a community, especially as we look at mental illness and we look at some of the funding cuts we've experienced. Mental illness is a, a community issue, and it's going to require a community solution. Nobody's going to solve this for us. Nobody's going to swoop in and pour money or pour answers. We need to all wrestle with this together. And so we create opportunities for people to be part of those conversations and part of those solutions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What's come up with what's what are some solutions, some ideas that have come up um, so far to this point? Well, one of one of the ideas is the continued town hall meetings, the yeah. opportunities to have conversations that can often be awkward and uncomfortable, the things that we don't necessarily want to talk about or think about that are very real and, and very much happening in our community. Uh, and then we look at how we can start meeting those needs. So one of our initiatives is around the Momentum Center for Social Engagement, and we're in the process of trying to secure funding for that, a place that people can just hang out, mm -hmm. um, that don't have necessarily safe places to hang out. They can get on a computer or play air hockey, where we can also offer classes in self-esteem and relationships and communication skills where we can have activities and social events and recreational events. Uh, we own, um, one of the other expressions of Extended Grace is called Just Goods. It's a store that sells traditional fair trade items, but hmm. also sells items that are made by CBI students, hmm. so the 18 to 26 year olds with disabilities, mm -hmm. and also uh, items that are made by inmates and humanity for prisoners. And so we sell those items to raise awareness and to create funding. We'll move that store to the Momentum Center so that we can create an income stream, but we can also give people an opportunity to, to learn in that kind of environment. Yeah. And eventually, we want to be able to hire people through agencies that do supported employment. Amazing. Yeah. Where, okay, so where do we buy these things? Or is that so Just Goods is currently located in Studio JSD, okay. which is in the same building as Grimaldi Chocolate. Oh, yes. So you okay. can start oh, yes. doing your Christmas shopping. Yeah. Yes. A great place to do that. Yeah. Um, we also, uh, in our website is extendedgrace.org, so you can always find things out there. We have Facebook. Uh, page. We have a closed group as well that anybody can be part of, but if you're closed, you actually get the notices. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, one of the things that I think is really important for your listeners to know about, particularly as they're uh, high school students, are the mudita gifts that we give. Mm -hmm. Mudita is a Sanskrit word that means I rejoice in your good fortune. We don't have a word for that in our language, mm -hmm. which I think is telling in and of itself. Um, but a mudita gift recognizes the fact that what benefits one benefits all. So we, we seek donations of $500 and then we give it away. Um, people apply for the $500 Mudita gift. Uh, it's a simple application, it's online, and it, it basically 
means that uh, we believe everybody can do something if we just put our minds to it. Mm -hmm. And money tends to be our last barrier to doing something. So if we take that barrier away, if we say, here's 500 bucks, what are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. And we really want young people to apply for that who don't know how it's supposed to be done, who have creative ideas. It's an opportunity to experiment, to try something, to see if it works. And uh, so we're, we're always accepting those applications. We want to get to the point where we give one away every month. Uh -huh. um, we haven't gotten that much uh, incoming yet That's to be right. able to do That's that. That's right, I understand. Um, yeah. we, we would deplete everything really quickly if we just... <laughs> but that is, that's our goal and our intent. So okay. we, we really want to encourage people applying for Modita gifts. We've given those to a wide variety. And this is one of the programs then that's very local and very broad. Uh -huh. uh, so we've given money to a woman who did a, a Facebook social media photography project on humanizing female refugees. Uh, we gave money to the Muskegon High School broadcasting class. And they did a whole Meals and More program for the whole awesome. rest of the school on a half day when they wouldn't have been fed and they wouldn't have had any activities. Awesome. Um, we gave money to a, a woman who wants to do microloans in Honduras with women making crafts. And so now we're selling her purses at our Just Goods store. Okay. Um, we have uh, we started the eQuip program through Mudita, which is where we take used computers and cell phones, we repair them, and then we get them into the hands of people who have financial need and can't afford to buy them. Why do this? Like why? So you leave you leave what's probably in in medical um, administration. What's I'm guessing at least some good income or something like that income. and it's reliable income and you go to this why are you satisfied i mean are you satisfied are you sitting here pleased with the the choice and and why did you do that and yeah you know i i am happy with all we've accomplished in just over a year and with all that we continue to accomplish um i wrestle sometimes with kind of the whole financial piece, but I do it really because I don't have any other choice. There's just nothing else that I can do. Um, I've tried, uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I've, I've tried to be kind of in that corporate space. Mm -hmm. um, and even, you know, when I tried to do, when I was going to do the professional speaking, I joined the National Speakers Association and tried to, to just, I, I went full board in, but people weren't having the same conversation I wanted to have. The conversation was, how do you make more money per speech? And how do you monetize in the back of the room? And I understand that we need money in order to accomplish things in our society, given our economic reality. But to me, that's almost kind of the necessary evil. The, <laughs> the exciting part is what are we going to accomplish? Yeah. And, uh, and how are we going to make the world a better place? Recognizing that, yeah, we need to deal with the financial piece to do that, but it's an entirely different conversation if you're talking about how do we affect change yeah. and what do we need to leverage to do that versus how do we just make more. Yeah, <laughs> make more. Yeah, make more money. So I work with people 
who have um, have been marginalized. And in some ways, we all have been at some point in our lives. Um, but I, I don't do anything for people. Um, I work with and I mm -hmm. try to leverage uh, whatever um, relationships or access or information I have in order to create win-wins for mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. um, I also do, you know, we also do cultural immersion experiences. And I bring that up because I think our approach to that is so important. We go to, we just got back from Honduras. We're going to Kenya in January. We're going back to China in May. And those are not vacations and they're not mission trips. Mm -hmm. uh, they're cultural immersion experiences where we go in and learn about community and culture and relationships. and. Uh, we don't go in thinking that we have anybody else's answer or that the solution for people is to be more like us. Mm -hmm. um, it's about seeing the world through another lens. Mm -hmm. Because when you can see the world through somebody else's lens, then you can start seeing the lens through which you see the world. And that's what we're really trying to accomplish, is helping people see that lens, which so often blur blurs and clouds the needs in the community mm. and the people that we want to look over or around or between mm. and so that we have to confront the fact that we are one and what happens to one affects all of us. Yeah. Is there anything that's lingering? For you? How, How do what people is the go, best way to get involved? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. We, good question. One of, the, <laughs> one of the best things about Extended Grace is because we have so many different expressions there's probably one of those that excites you, and you don't have to be excited about all of them. Um, but you can talk to me, and I will connect you wherever you feel most passion. Uh, again, the website's extendedgrace.org. My email is barbara at extendedgrace.org. Okay. It's really easy. Yep. Uh, phone number is 616-502-2078. That's my cell. Feel free to call at any time. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. And people could can give time and they can give money too right? absolutely any, any version of giving to the oh wow you're pra you are also practicing empathy it's beautiful yeah. i love it Thank yeah you. and and hopefully we're creating lots of opportunities for other people to practice empathy as well indeed thanks barbara thank you so much Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.